Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 20. Well, 20, fuck, we're up to 20 already. Man, my neighbors are going to call the cops if I keep doing that. I just keep yelling on fucking Sunday, just screaming. See, the thing is, with my neighbors, I know they can hear. They could probably, I reckon they could hear the whole podcast. Is my window open? It is. Let me just close the window while I talk talk about this. (laughs) I reckon that they can hear fucking everything I do in the podcast, in my videos, having sex with my girlfriend, because I can hear, because I know what them, what the old Indian woman's sneeze sounds like. I, I bet if you listen to enough podcasts, right, if I do enough podcasts sitting right here next to my neighbor's house, we're going to hear a sneeze. Okay, and I'm going to point it out to you guys because 100% they can hear everything that I'm talking about, all the fuck shit that I say, all of my all of my lure reviews that take me about two hours to film of me going, G'day cunts, today we're going to talk about, ah fuck, G'day cunts, today we're going to talk about this and that, ah fuck, just me messing up takes, getting angry and then doing it again. I bet they can hear all of that shit because if I can hear, if I can hear an old Indian woman sneeze, they can hear a 22-year-old man yell cunt alone in his bedroom. <laughs> but uh, how are you guys going? You had a good week? Sorry, this one's up a little bit late. Normally, I try to record them on Saturdays, but time got away from me. So I'm recording this one on Sunday at 1.23. So you should be listening to this at like 2 p.m. or 3 p.m., something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, it is Sunday. I'm recording it on Sunday, the 29th of May, 2016. Um, I'm home from tour. I'm actually in my own bedroom, which I'm so happy about. I had a I had a nice sleep. I'm with my dog Ollie. Hey, hello, hey, how are you? And uh, and it's fucking freezing, man. You know what? Actually, what one of you cunts did to me? You fucking asshole! I can't even be. I'm angry, but I'm also like kind of proud that I've that I've instilled this kind of shit behavior in you guys. You, one of you guys really fuck with me. Before I went to Brisbane, right? I said, I'm going to Brisbane. Tell me what I should do. And one guy, he didn't have any advice on what I should do. But he did tell me that during the time I was going to be in Brisbane, there was going to be uh, like a really like uh, massive cold winds. And it was going to be really cold and like flash rain shit. Like it was just going to be really cold, really freezing. So he's like, hey man, just so you know, it's going to be incredibly cold in Brisbane. So make sure you bring a jacket and make sure you bring warm clothes. And I was like, oh, awesome. That's really nice of you. Um, And of course, I didn't look at the weather because I hate, I just have this thing. I don't look at the weather. I don't want to know. Okay. I like waking up in the morning, looking out the window and going, oh, look, it's sunny or, oh, look, it's raining. I, I like not knowing. Why do we have to fucking know? What, so you can plan? What's, what does is, what is knowing the weather actually mean, right? You're going to have your little plan. You're going to look at the weather like the night before and go, oh, tomorrow I have to fucking wear a raincoat. Why don't you just look out the window in the morning and decide if you want to wear a raincoat? I like the surprise. Anyway, that was just a bit of a rant on the fucking weather for some reason. But anyway, this cunt, right? One of you smart fucks hits me up. And it's like, hey man, when, when you're in Brisbane, it's going to be really cold. There's going to be flash rain. It's going to be freezing. Make sure you pack warm clothes. So, like a trusting person, I fucking did it, okay? All I packed was warm stuff. Trackies, long t-shirts, hoodies, jacket, beanie, fucking everything. Packed it all. And then I get to Brisbane. 
I and, and you know what I did? I flew from where did I fly from? I flew from Melbourne to Brisbane, right? So it's cold in Melbourne. So like, sweet, now I can wear all my cold stuff to the airport, get on the plane, and then it'll be really cold in Brisbane and I don't have to change, right? So where I, I rug up, right? Get to Melbourne, get on the plane, I'm cold, it's sick. Get to Brisbane, get off the plane, and immediately, as soon as I get off the plane, I realise this cunt just fucking lied to me. It was so hot. It was just fucking hot and humid. Even the wind was hot. You know when you get hot wind? And I'm... I'm I'm just dressed in like track pants, long sleeve t-shirt, a jumper and a jacket. And as soon as I get off the plane, I'm just like, you cunt. You fucking did this on purpose, you smart asshole. And I couldn't even be angry because it's just funny that you, whoever the fuck you are, it was just one cunt on Snapchat that just completely got me. I believed him. I took everything he said as word. I go to fucking Brisbane, dress like I'm going to the snow. I get there and it's so hot. And I was hot and miserable and pissed off the whole time I was in Brisbane. And I'm not even, I can't even be angry about it because that's so funny. (laughs) That this one fuckhead just ruined my whole Brisbane trip with one Snapchat and I just believed it. So whoever you are, Fuck you, but also congratulations, because that's hilarious. That said, the Brisbane show was great. That made up for it. The Brisbane show was fucking sick. But anyway, I'm done talking about shows, right? I'm finished the tour. You guys will be happy to fucking see. Everyone's like, oh, all he talks about are his shows. That's all I've been doing for the last fucking two months. But now it's all done, so uh, I don't even have shows to promote. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Watch my videos, don't watch my videos, who cares? Right, what I wanted to talk about, I saw this news article, okay? Uh, I saw this news article because this is a thing that that, uh, a lot of people talk about, uh, that online women cop more abuse than anybody else. Being a woman in an online space is dangerous because everyone loves to target a woman online. This is my argument. Being a human on the internet is fucking dangerous. Everyone likes to target everyone. If you're anonymous, right? If you're, one thing, if you're one, anonymous, and two, potentially miles away from your victim, you have no guilt because you don't see their feelings get hurt. You know when you're mean to someone in person and then they cry and then you're like, ah, that feels bad. You don't get that online. You just write your mean thing and you're like, fuck yeah, that was funny. And then that's it. So if, you, if you're away from someone and then you're also anonymous, there's no consequences at all for saying mean stuff. The only thing there is that fun thing of crafting a clever insult, putting it up and making yourself laugh. That's it, right? But uh, a lot of feminists and people say that it's dangerous being a woman online, which I disagree with. I just think it's everyone's a cunt to everybody online. Men just complain about it less. That's what I think. Because no one gives a fuck about men. When when a man falls over, it's funny. When a dude gets hit in the balls, it's funny. Circumcision is just general practice. We figured out that we don't need it, but we just do it anyway. Whereas female circumcision is a tragedy. And I know they're a little bit different. They're like female circumcision is worse, but the male one no one gives a fuck about it. They're like, yeah, we kinda get that it that you don't need it anymore, but uh you know, no one's really complaining, so we're going to keep doing it because no one gives a fuck about men. 
Domestic violence on men. Oh, you fucking pussy. Depression in men. Oh, you're a little bit sad, mate. Hey? Self-harm. Oh, you, you, you feel you're going to cut yourself. It's just funny. Um, oh, you're getting cyberbullied? Oh, man the fuck up, you pussy. No one gives a fuck about men. And, and, that's, and especially not men on the internet. If you get bullied on, on the internet and you're a man, you're, you're just a pussy. I, I firmly believe you're, if you're copying hate online from strangers, just get over it. If you're copying hate from people that you know and they're saying personal things about you because they know you personally, yeah, that's fair enough. That's, that's, that can hurt your feelings. But if you're copying hate from just fucking faceless profiles that, that don't know you and they don't like, uh, kill yourself or I'm going to kill you. No, you're not. And if you can't handle it, don't make yourself a public figure and then you don't cop the hate. Anyway. This article, because a, a massive argument is, is whenever anybody goes, oh, it's just fucking online comments. We've been copying that for ages. Just deal with it. Women say, oh, it's worse for women. Everyone targets women online. Everyone, as soon as, because everybody hates women voicing their opinions. Every time uh, women play video games, they get, you know, threats of rape at them from men because men are sexist. Okay. This is an article that it, uh, caught my eye. This is the headline. At least half of all misogynistic posts online are made by girls. New research claims as MPs launch to bid to blah, blah, blah. The fucking thing is half of the sexist stuff comes from women. Think Tank demos track Twitter to see who posted abuse against women. Looking at the use of words slut and whore, it found 50% were by women, some 40% were made by men, and 10% it was unclear, so they could be fake accounts, whatever. Um, so women, well that means that women are actually worse, doesn't it? If 50% is by women, 40% is made by men, and then 10% you can't really tell, then the women are worse. So my, my argument is everyone's a cunt online. Every single person is an asshole online. <laughs> and if you can't handle it, just delete it. There's this whole fucking massive supposed problem of cyberbullying. I talked about this in my, uh, in my first show, Cyberbully Superstar. This is my advice, okay? If somebody, if somebody writes mean things to you online, and this is my advice to people who are getting... Ah, this, this is what it was. This is my advice to getting... People who are getting cyberbullied online. Okay, this is how you stop... This is, this is my advice to people getting cyberbullied. If you get a few messages, anonymous messages online that are mean to you, they say mean things about, the, about you. If you read those mean messages and you cry about it, that's why you get bullied. Because you're a pussy. <laughs> oh, but seriously, it's just... All right. The author of this study said the findings suggested that misogyny is being internalized and reiterated by women themselves. Yeah, or maybe instead of that using that fancy language that somehow makes women being cunts to women men's fault, okay? Why can't you just say, hey, turns out women are also cunts. We figured out that, that men on, online are assholes uh, and uh, evidence suggests that women are also cunts. 
So, you know, there we go. We just figured out, we cracked the code. Men and women are cunts. In fact, this suggests that uh, humans as a whole are cunts. We haven't uh, researched trannies or um, non-binary people, but uh, we're pretty sure they're cunts too. Uh, <laughs> why, why, why is uh, misogyny... If you say that misogyny is being internalized, that just means that, that men invented that shit. I don't think we did. We didn't invent misogyny. I think uh, everyone was just an asshole to everybody. And um, then we gave it a name. When you're mean to a woman, it was like, oh, that's misogyny. Really? I was just trying to be a cunt to this one girl. Oh, well. All right, sweet. And now uh, somehow women being assholes to women is men's fault too. So good on you, fucking whoever did this thing. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was really interesting actually. That... Um, that kind of debunks the whole, oh, women cop it worse on the internet thing. I just think everybody cops it worse. Women are just kind of newer to the the internet. Because men got on it when it was a really nerdy thing, and now it's a massive acceptable thing, so everybody's on it. And then women are like, wow, this place is really mean. And then men are like, yeah, yeah, it is. That's, uh, that's the internet, so get over it. And then like, oh, you don't understand. That's really mean. And then guys are like, yeah, yeah, it's really mean. And then girls are like, no, 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 you don't get it. It's really mean. Okay, people must be worse to us. What else did I read in the news? What else did I fucking learn today? Um, ah, this is actually a really interesting thing that I wanted to talk about. I don't know how I feel about this one, guys. This is a bit of a moral dilemma. What do you... Let, let me know what you guys think about this, okay? Send me an email or write on my Facebook or whatever the fuck you want to do, okay? So, Obama recently visited Japan. This happened a couple of days ago. He visited Japan and... Um, to talk about Hiroshima, when America dropped a nuclear bomb on Hiroshima um, after the Pearl Harbor attack, and it essentially stopped World War II. Um, And he apologized for dropping the bomb, and he said that dropping the bomb was an evil thing to do. And, um, of course, all of the pro-America, yeah, fucking God loves America people are like, oh, it was evil, Obama hates America. Obama hates America because he talked about bombing civilians and said it was bad. But here's the thing, when, I, I, I understand apologizing, okay? Because at the end of the day, Hiroshima bombing, uh, that was like bombing Melbourne or bombing Washington. It was just bombing a city full of normal people who weren't killing anybody. There was no battle there. It was just dropping a bomb on a city. Isn't that crazy? The biggest bomb ever dropped was dropped on fucking just people living their lives. Um, <clears throat> but is it evil? Is Was that an evil act? I understand apologizing because obviously, you know, people who had not much to do with the war died. But is it an evil act? Because from my understanding, and of course, history is written by the victor, right? I'm on the winning team here. So all I have to say is from the winning side, this is what I believe, okay? I haven't, I haven't been taught by any Japanese people who, who have like, you know, lost their whole family in Hiroshima and they've also got tentacles growing out of their dick because of the radiation. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. I've played Fallout. Um, <laughs> but was it evil? Because as I understand it, um, we, Amer- well, I'm not we, I wasn't fucking there. America dropped a bomb on Hiroshima 
in response to Japan attacking Pearl Harbor, which was um, a lot of civilians died there, and that and America was not really involved in the war at all. They were just trying to stay out of it, and then Japan attacked America, killed a whole bunch of people who weren't really on duty, and a whole bunch of civilians. And then America was like, oh, "Okay, is that how you want to play? Well, then fuck you and drop the biggest bomb we've ever made on Japan," um, and that stopped the war. So. I get apologizing for it, but I, I can't figure out if that is an evil thing to do. If, because from what, I, from what I've been taught, we had to do that, right? Because, you know, Hitler got pretty close to winning, you know? If it, was, if it weren't for, if it weren't for the, that bomb being dropped, Japan dropping out of the race, and then Russia um, kicking the shit out of Germany, we could have lost there. So... Is it an evil thing to drop a bomb to stop that evil war? Because I think Hitler was obviously much more evil than the nuclear bomb because he's, you know, the whole Holocaust thing and the six guerrillion Jews and all of that um, that he killed. But is I, here, here's what it is. It's a necessary evil. That's what I think it is. Hey, isn't that fucking profound? Isn't that a profound thing that I said but didn't come up with? A necessary evil. I think that's what you would call that. A necessary evil. What the fuck do I know? Talking about World War II. I don't know a thing about World War II. You know what I know about World War II? Here's the thing, okay? I got through... I got through one half... Half of two different books about Hitler. So, together that forms one book. But half of it's just not related to each other. So, it's like I started reading one. I read the first half of one book... The Dark Charisma of Adolf Hitler. Look it up. It's a fucking sick book. Haven't finished it, but the first half is sick. And then I read the first half of another book called Army of Evil. um, And that really taught me absolutely nothing. Um, It taught me that Hitler was a really good leader. And um, you know know something? I learned a couple of things from Hitler uh, for my show, for public speaking. That dude was a great public speaker, okay? Say what you want about the dude. He could speak. You can't convince a nation that lost World War I to start another one unless you're a pretty charismatic dude, okay? Plus, he looked creepy as fuck with his mustache and his comb over. So he not only had to get over the hurdle of they already lost one, he also had to get over the hurdle of the dude looks like a fucking rapist um, and, and still got people to like him. So if he can do that, you know, he's a good public speaker. This is something that I, I learned from Hitler. Dramatic pauses and starting late, building suspense, makes your show so much better. I've, I've seriously stole that from him for my shows, okay? If you, I, I put up a behind the scenes, um, just now a behind the scenes video uh, on my second channel, Lou 2, of uh, the tour. If you have a look at that, there's footage from the Sydney show where I get on stage and I say nothing for a really long time and I just let the crowd clap and woo and cheer and say shit and I just let them do that and I'll ride it out and I say fucking nothing until they're all deadly silent and then I say my first words. I 100%, no shame at all in saying this, I stole that directly from Adolf Hitler. So, you know, if you came and saw one of my shows, Hitler kind of contributed to it. (laughs) Just so you know. So yeah, I was trying to figure out if, if that, that uh, nuclear bomb shit was evil or not. 
And I suppose it was evil. I, I think killing civilians in no matter the situation is an evil act. But if but it's the lesser of two evils. I would I think I don't know if Japan would rather a nuclear bomb over Hitler, but I would. You know, I, I'm thinking I've never been to Hiroshima. I probably never would have gone there. You know, I don't think I'd be missing much. But I got a few Jewish friends that that I would miss if Hitler won. So you know, lesser of two evils, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, oh, I meant to talk about. I, I just wanted to briefly mention this as well. When I was in Adelaide, it's all right, Olive. There's a fucking plane and she's freaking out. It's all right. It's just a plane. Hey, it's all right. You okay? Like, right, sit down. Sit down. Good girl. Um, I wanted to talk about this when I was in Adelaide, after my Adelaide show, okay, um, this girl came up to me and she was crying and I was like, oh no, was it that crap? Um, but she actually broke up with her boyfriend to come to the show. She's like, hi, I broke up with my boyfriend to come here. And I was like, uh, okay. And it turns out this is the story. This is why I want to tell it because it's just funny. This, that I can have this kind of impact on someone's relationship, okay? So she told me that that her boyfriend was a fan, a massive fan of the Janoskians, which I don't know why you would date someone who likes those five boys, but, you know, uh, everybody has their own unique taste, right? So she was dating this guy, and um, she told him she was also a fan of me. Um, so that was a bit of a clash of ideologies there. That'd be like uh, a Donald Trump supporter dating someone who likes Bernie Sanders, but... Um, she wanted to come and see my show, and then he is like, so she said, she told me this. She said, "I want to go and see Lewis Spears' show," and then he's like, "Oh, isn't that guy who got? Isn't that the guy who got arrested at the Janoskians rally and ruined their thing and has kind of ruined their reputation in Australia?" And she's like, "Yeah, that's him." And he was like, "Well, I don't want to go." And then apparently they had a massive fucking fight, and she dumped him to come and see my show. And I believe her because when she told me this, she was crying, and I just want to say. Fucking good on you, girl. That's so funny. That's amazing that, that my show ruined a relationship. <laughs> that's that's my mission in in life, really. I want I want everybody before they come to a show to have a catastrophic fight with their significant other. But um good on you. I hope you listen to this. I remember I remember that and I think that was very funny. <laughs> um and then uh, of course after the after I finished the tour, um I wanted to buy myself one nice thing. Right, I did shows. You know, I made a little bit of money. I'm not a fucking rich man, but I made a bit of money. Um, it's enough to to live off without a job, which is all you really want, isn't it? You know, I got out of that fucking system, and uh, it looks like as long as I continue on the trajectory I'm on, I will never have another boss. But you know, there is there is always the possibility that you guys could get sick of me. You know, I I shouldn't hope for that. You could get sick of me. I could discover heroin. You know, and figure out, hey, this heroin stuff's pretty good. In fact, this heroin shit is even better than telling jokes. I'm just going to do heroin. You know, that could happen. But uh, yeah, I'm happy. And uh, I made a little bit of cash. So I thought after the two, I'd buy myself one nice thing and then just lock the rest of the money away and pay myself a little weekly wage. Because there's nothing worse than somebody making a bulk of money at once and then going... I'm a rich man spending it all and then realizing the reason that money came in bulk is because there is no money for the rest of the year. <laughs> That's all he had and he had to make it last until the next bulk of money arrives. 
Um, so what I'm doing is I'm just paying myself a little wage to do that shit and pump out videos. But I thought I'd buy myself one nice thing. And for fucking months, for months and months and months, I've been looking at this leather jacket. It's a shot leather jacket. They're from America. They pretty much invented the leather jacket. The, the brand, seriously, I'm looking at the tag that they gave me right now, is seriously been around uh, since 1913. So what is that, 100 years? That is, yeah, that's 100 years they've been around, more than that. Um, they are, they've been around so long that the shot company were the first people to put a zipper on a jacket. Like, they were around when the zipper was invented, and then they also had the idea of putting it on a jacket. That's how old this brand is, right? They've been doing leather jackets for 100 years, okay? And I'm like, you know what? I've been looking at them online. I've been fucking wanting one, but they're, they're quite, they're real expensive, right? So, and I didn't want to buy it online in case it didn't fit me. You know, I'm incredibly long. I'm, I'm at the, I'm, I'm so tall that I can't buy clothes online. I have to try them on. Okay, so I figured out that the only place in the country that sells shot jackets are in Sydney. So I'm like, yeah, cool. That's my last show. So, you know, if the show goes well, I'll go to this place and I'll try on the jacket and then maybe buy it. And I went there, I did the show and then I went to the place and I tried on the jacket and it's fucking beautiful. Everything that I imagined. I've been looking at this jacket for so long, but I could never afford it. And I tried it on, it looked sick, and the guy helped me, he's like, yeah, I think this size is good. And I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I deserve this shit, I've been working for a really long time, I'm going to buy this fucking jacket. So I bought it, I bit the bullet, bought the jacket, and it's, I'm, so, I'm wearing it now. You can hear the leather, I'm fucking wearing it now. Can you stop it, Olive? Get on the bed. Stop, stop making noise, come here, come on. Stop it, fuckhead, come on. On the bed, you're interrupting my story, just sit there, alright, good girl. Sorry. Alright, so I got this jacket, right? I'm real happy with the jacket. And then I wear it for three days in a row trying to break the leather in because it's really stiff leather. And then I get home and then I post about it on Twitter, right? I post myself I post myself wearing it. A photo wearing it. I'm really fucking happy. It looks sick. I post it. And then the first fucking comment I get on the photo of the jacket I've been wanting for like six months. Nice shirt, Lewis. Been at a gay bar recently? <laughs> and that's just... that. And I just read that and it just made me so angry. I'm like, do you have any idea how much I wanted this fucking jacket? And then someone else said, looking like you should be in some industrial kraut rock band from the 80s. That's kind of what I was going for. But, you know, I just thought I'd tell you that tale of the fucking jacket and how it doesn't... And, and how the, 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 the message you should take away from this, ladies and gentlemen, is it doesn't matter how hard you work towards something. It doesn't matter how much you want something. When you finally get it and achieve it and start showing people or telling people about what you did, there's always going to be one cunt who says, That's fucking gay! There's always that one cunt. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, now I would like to get on the miscellaneous bit at the end. Unfortunately, I'm sorry about that. Oh, look, this one's going a bit long. That doesn't matter. I'm off tour. I'm just fucking rambling. Um, that's fine. All right. So last week I asked, instead of for life advice questions, I asked for revenge stories. And holy shit, guys, I got some good ones, okay? I asked for revenge stories, even if you went too far, okay? Um, I didn't get any that, that went too far. So for next week, we'll do the revenge stories as well. For next week, if you have a revenge story 
that you want to tell me, getting back at someone, someone fucks you over and then you fuck them over even worse. I want revenge stories that, that you regret. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when at the time you felt like this would be the perfect way to get back at someone, but then you do it and you see it was just way too much. I want to hear a story where you got fucked over and then you fucked them over 10 times as hard and you probably shouldn't have done it. I want to hear that revenge story. For now, though, today we're going to hear some revenge stories that were completely justified. Right, we'll get, I've got two here. I can pick the two best ones. All right. Um, after listening to episode 19, blah, 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 here's my revenge story. I was dating a girl for a few months and she was very flirty with other guys, which led to her cheating on me with one of my mates. Needless to say, we are not friends anymore. Good man. Fuck that guy. Anybody who fucks your girlfriend or your ex-girlfriend is just an asshole. Cut them out. Cut both of them out. Good on you, man. Good decision. All right. I felt furious that she had cheated and had felt like a fool. So I decided to get her back the best way I knew how. So I put her number on Pornhub. (laughs) And he's attached some screenshots from the Pornhub uh, comments that he left. And this guy went full on. He created... Not only did he write comments, he created a whole account for this girl and filled in all the information. Okay, so the name of the account... Is, and you guys can look this up. This is real. The name of the account is Horny Outback Chick. <laughs> Horny Outback Chick. Uh, age 18, gender girl, interested in both. So he's going for, you know, everybody. About me. Text me, call me, and then the phone number. And then he sent me some comments that he, that he left on videos. This is the best one. Horny Outback Chick, one second ago. Love it. I'm all wet. Text or call me. Nudes, phone sex, if you're close, come over for a route. And, <laughs> and alright, so, so he wrote that all over Pornhub. And then he said this. A few days passed and a friend of hers approached me and asked if I had put her number on there. Apparently up to 20 guys texted her and some even called her. And yet my ex has never questioned me about it. Big fan, keep up the quality content. From Mitchell. Well, that's fucking hilarious, mate. Good on you. That's 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 how you get somebody back. She just gets a million dick pics on her phone. Uh, <laughs> well done, mate. I'm proud of you, son. All right, so here's the second one. Keep me anonymous. All right, I got it. So when I was in year... This is a great one. So when I was in year 10, I moved schools to be with my two best friends, one male and one female. I had a bit of a crush on the girl and the guy knew this as I had talked about it openly with him. One night when I was out of town, he went to the girl's house and did the dirty. I'm assuming this means had sex. The girl is a bit of a loud mouth and word got out that they slept together. There we go. And I was devastated. My best mate slept with the girl he knew I liked. I stopped talking to both of them. Fucking that's great, man. You guys are resilient people. You know what I noticed about you guys? You're just like, if someone if someone talks shit or if someone fucks me, I'm done with them. I cut them out. And that is the best response. If anybody fucks you over, if anybody talks shit about you, someone you're working with, someone you're involved with, your girlfriend or boyfriend, just cut them out. It's the best shit. Cut, don't be an asshole. Just remove yourself from them and their life and move on. It's the best shit to do. Success is the best revenge, guys. Okay. 
Uh, I stopped talking to both of them and found a new group of friends and my two old friends ended up hating each other. You see, that's what happens. You remove yourself and you win. Alright. I had been thinking of ways to get revenge for what he did, but I thought better of them all. I had the ideas to fight the kid and all that, but I'm not that kind of guy. Later into year 11, I became friends with my old guy friend's sister, who was rather attractive and had pretty big tits. Yeah, mate. She was 18 at the time. I was 16. We went down the street one night and one thing led to another and we went back to her house where we thought we were home alone. We started getting it on and we ended up in my old friend's room. As I was pulling out to finish, my old friend walked into his room and I turned around and came all over his bed. (laughs) He ended up punching me square in the face and I ran out of the house half naked. A few... Now, this this is... I thought this was fake, guys, when I read this first. I thought this was fake, but we had a chat after this message and it's 100% real, okay? A few weeks later, everyone at my school knew and my old female friend started talking to me again. A few weeks after that, I ended up banging her as well and she really rubbed it into the guy's face afterwards. Now the kid has dropped out of school and hasn't spoken to either myself or the female friend since. You see, that's what you do, mate. If somebody likes the girl you're in, if somebody fucks the girl you're interested in, you fuck his sister and then you fuck the girl as well and then you win. (laughs) And look, that story does sound bullshit. When I first read it, I I was like, there's no way that's real. But uh, we got talking and the guy said that when the school found out about it, they gave him a fucking nickname. I'm not going to say the nickname because it might reveal him. He wants to be anonymous. But um, the nickname was just so so typical of 18-year-old kids in high school that it's definitely true. You couldn't make that shit up. So rumor got around and uh, that's a great revenge story, you know? If someone fucks the girl you're interested in, fuck their sister and the girl later, and then uh, make them drop out of school. So thanks for those two revenge stories, guys. Um, Send me emails to contact at lewspears.com if you have any life advice questions you want me to answer, or if you have a revenge story where you went too far and you regret doing it. I want one of those fucking brutal revenge stories where you were lost in the moment and then you come out, your vision goes red and then you come out of it after you've completed the horrible thing that you did to get them back and then you're just like, ah, I shouldn't have done that. Um, and now next podcast next week while I was in Sydney I sat down with Forte he is a uh, Western Sydney rapper he's got uh, a massive uh, discography he's a fucking heavyweight in the Australian rap industry he's been around for years and years and years he was he's around he's been around since Cursor he mentored Cursor when Cursor was coming up and uh, he's just a fucking great friend of mine and he will be on the podcast next week we sit down for about half an hour and just have a chat about how the Australian hip-hop scene comes up, um, things like drugs and uh, working hard, his his, uh, housing commission, um, and the state of the Australian hip-hop industry now, and also how we met and uh, how we got involved with each other. So it's a really interesting podcast. That one will be out next week. Um, I'm aiming to interview one guest per month on the first Sunday of every month, so that's next week. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the next one. Um, As always, Please do support what I'm doing on Patreon. That is uh, the only way that I can continue giving out what I'm doing for free. So thank you very much for listening. Um, Thank you very much for your revenge stories. And I sincerely hope that every single person here is listening has a massive fucking shit one.